Peace, what's up, y'all? This is Comedy right now. You're checking out my girl, Indy. Y'all stay in tune, all right? Every once in a while, we gotta stop. We gotta stop and take stock. Basically, revisiting your relationship, I would say every three to six months. The whole paying half thing, I just... It's like, okay, you have 400 and I have 400. We're gonna put up... It's kind of cheesy. It's like... If I have the six and you have the two mm-hmm. and things need to be done, I'm just going to give the six. This is the thing. And this is the bottom line. We don't belong to anyone. Mm-hmm. We don't. We're spirits. Mm-hmm. We don't belong. We're free. We don't belong to anyone. Our flesh puts us in a position where we have to make choices. Mm-hmm. And we need to be responsible for our choices. Point blank, period. Yo, yo, what up? DJ Rampage, Global Rampage Sound, all of that. Right now, we rocking out with my homegirl, my princess, my queen, Indy. Holla. So a lot of times, we have these pint people that want to get with these gallon people. <laughs> and it just don't work. Well, <laughs> let me play devil's advocate. Am I the pint or the gallon? I You're the gallon. Know. Okay, okay. <laughs> From lifestyle to entertainment and important worldviews, this is Independent Lens. I am your host, Indy Smith, and your voice matters. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another new episode of Independent Lens. I am your host, Indy Smith, and like I always say, your voice matters. So this episode, we're going to have a conversation with my girl because her voice matters. And by the time you're done listening to this conversation, you are going to totally agree. So let me just run down her background. She is the eye behind the lens for thisis50.com. Okay, she's formed the Future is Female Fire Chat, and she hosts an array of female executives that volunteer their time to reach back for female entrepreneurs. Amazing. She's worked with such corporations as Fuse TV, BET, MTV, I mean, the list goes on. I would say she's a publicist, but she's not. She's an entrepreneur and she is a go-getter. And she's my friend and I love her dearly. (laughs) And she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs with me. So introducing Tavia MD. Now, first of all, first of all, Miss Miss Entrepreneur, just just let people know who you are because I haven't really given them half of what you've done. Who is Tavia MD? Tavia MD is, I like to say, a woman that doesn't like to sit still. (laughs) She (laughs) is still a publicist. Um, My clients right now are um, super producer Sean Garrett, a.k.a. The Pen, Brandy Rucci, Highland Star, and Young LA. Uh, But my day-to-day consists of content management and um, executive producing This Is 50 IGTV series, which is something I created due to COVID, um, trying to basically keep our interviews and everything flowing. I also handle social media for the page. Okay. So I do a couple of things. And now I'm an author. Right. And so I know we spoke behind the scenes. You explained to me how this amazing book has come about, (laughs) but I want you to explain to the people why this book? Why now? And why the title? <laughs> okay, so, I mean, as a woman of a certain age, I'll be 40 the end of this year. You um, baby, we, baby. I'm still, I'm still a little bit of a baby, but, you know, just as 
I've been wanting to write this book, I will say, for a couple of years just to document my own personal journey, being a girlfriend of all girlfriends and a woman's woman. I have, you know, just shared the couch and shared the ear of a lot of friends and their journey into finding their mate and just listening to them like, girl, the things you saying ain't it. So (laughs) that is actually how the title a guide to advise you your pussy ain't shit came about. Let's see, I was going to say it. I was going to say it first, but I'm glad you said it first. But just yes, so you don't absolutely. think I'm a punk, <laughs> I'm no. going to say it. So, God, ladies and gentlemen, the, the book is called A Quick Manual to Advise You Your Pussy Ain't Shit. Ain't it? It's not. Like, point blank, there, period. Because it's like, even in the in, in the popular pussy culture that we live in you know the the Meg Desire hot girls and you know the city girls and even Cardi B Nicki Minaj their emphasis is you know definitely on how tight their pussy is and you know that head they give and them ignoring men but there's we all want a stable relationship number one anybody no matter who it is we all want some kind of stable relationship and a lot of women spend a lot of time looking for their person. Right. The one person that they're going to be with forever. And it was a manual which is to remind you of your self-worth. Remind you that yes, even though the bedroom is important, it's not the focal point. And when you meet somebody you shouldn't lead with that. Okay, so, so, okay. So before I go into the first chapter, my question then is do we want do we I I shouldn't say we because I'm in one I know I did so I'm already in a relationship but do women really want a stable relationship if they lead with their pussy they kind of don't go together like if you lead with that how do you claim stability how does that coincide well, society tells us that we should lead sexually because it's the only way to get a man. Right. And that's not true. So I definitely think that you should be, you know what I'm saying, look your best. You know what I'm saying? And whatever that means, because I'm a BBW and that definitely doesn't mean that you need to be skinny and your titties need to be out. But it definitely means that you need to be comfortable in your skin. You need to be. You know what I'm saying? Feeling and looking your best. And for women, that means our hair is done, our nails is done, our toes are done. Mm-hmm. We wear an outfit that fits us just right. We're confident in our speech and in our demeanor. That is what I mean by, you know, leading with yourself. Right. It doesn't mean that you need to be, you know, having a couple of drinks with somebody and end up in their home. Now, if that happens, we're all grown. Do your thing. But... If that's something that you do all the time, you have to notice your own patterns Mm -hmm. and notice that if something is not working or hasn't resulted in what you ultimately wanted, you need to change it. It's funny you say that. I was having a conversation with my mom and without recognizing because, you know, we go to these stores, we watch TV shows, we're, we're part of this culture, we're part of a name brand culture. So we like certain things, right? We're trained for that. But I was having this conversation with my mom and she's like, I am, and she's a woman of a certain age. My mother is 81. She's totally comes from another generation. And she says, I feel so bad for these young women because mostly all of them that I see are morbidly obese 
or overweight, they're not healthy, and the first thing they show is their body. Like it's showing off. And the sad thing is, men are making the designs for these women. There are men that are designing these tight outfits for women to wear, and you don't even recognize that that's the case. So when you see women, when their breasts are all hanging out and, you know, and and maybe the, the pants are like at the crack of their, you know, behind, and, and it's a natural thing. It's a cultural thing. How do you change a woman's mind from thinking that that's not the way to go especially when trying to attract a stable mate when all of society is doing it. Well, I'll say this. I am clinically obese. By medical standards, I'm obese. Am I morbidly obese? I'm not that far, according to clinically standards. Okay. And I'm a size 14. So, I I am a little bit sensitive about the word and the meaning of obesity. I guess so, because a 14 to me is not obese. That wouldn't be, yeah, that's not. So, and I'm just being honest, I'm 10 pounds away from morbid obesity at a size 14. Mm. Clinically. Okay. I do not have diabetes. I do not have high blood pressure. Also want to say that, because that's also another misconception that women of my size are automatically unhealthy and you know let me let me just check everybody you know that i wear a size well i'm an eight now six eight and i do have high blood pressure so that whole weight thing in terms of being unhealthy or that don't count you can be totally stick thin and be unhealthy what i will say is i agree a lot of times and in my life i have wanted and pressured myself to lose weight not because I was unhappy with me but because I wanted to fit into something right it had nothing to do with me it had nothing to do with my husband it was 100% Tavia wanted to fit into those pair of jeans or I wasn't very necessary and nothing in the store met fit me even though I thought that clothes in there were very beautiful mm. and it also made me see about how women of my size are not characterized in that aesthetic of being sexy right and you know and their lives you know what and their lives and the clothes reflect that right most, most plus size women have stuff with a bunch of fucking flowers on it <laughs> or you know what i'm saying <laughs> or the, the pelham the pelham top is like the thing where the pelham top gets to kind of hide your your midsection right while you go off into like a liquid legging or some kind of legging or the empty jean is a jegging. Right. You know, there's nothing that actually caters to us. It's actually what started me writing for Hello Beautiful um, and touching our body positivity because at the end of the day, love starts within you. Right. If you don't love you, then you can't love anybody else. You can't eat pro- properly at any, at any level. Not with your children up. That's why mental health is so weak. Right. Because we're constantly force fed that we have to look like this and we have to do this right. by this age. And we and women have more pressure than anything else. Yeah, because at the end of the day, because we're millennials, men are not expected to be the head of the household. They're just expected to contribute. Hmm. <laughs> so we're so at the end of the day, again, self worth, taking a self assessment and a self appointment of. You, I gotta deal with you every day. 
even if every my kids grow up and move out or god forbid my marriage falls apart i still have to deal with me yeah well then that's hard to do if you don't know who me is like how do you know who me is you have to take the time and do the work well, I, I can honestly say this whole COVID situation has given us time if we really want to use it. It really has. Like putting a reset button on everything. You don't have the money to go out and spend. You have the time to sit in your four walls and think. You know, you definitely can tone down on the intake of calories if you're doing too much of that. Drinking drugging you know if we take the time and use this time wisely it can be a big help but i can see where it can um, also be crazy it can also be very scary well it's definitely that i can't tell you the amount of conversations i've had be very 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 scary because a lot of people a lot of us hide amongst the noise yeah so so to be in your home and to be quiet and to be left with your own thoughts right can definitely be scary so okay so when we get back we're gonna go okay. into it's not them it's you that's uh <laughs> yeah we're definitely. gonna we're gonna do this chronologically uh ladies and gentlemen in the book and i have to say like just going through it like skimming through it as i have i always tell people a perfect stranger is amazing you know, there's a lot you can get from hearing a stranger's story because it can reflect the same things you're going through. And a stranger you would never think would be going through the same things and reading through it. I just remember when I went through some of this, I'm like, oh my God, where did I get the strength to even tolerate that? Because I don't tolerate anything now. Like who, <laughs> it, it almost made me say, who is she and who was I? Like if I could go back and talk to her, well, maybe I shouldn't because I probably hurt her feelings, you know? So we definitely gonna go in. Um, this is Independent Lens. I'm your girl, Indy, and we'll be back with Tavia MD. At Metropolitan College of New York, education demonstrates the power of purpose to transform the lives of individual students and their communities. Purpose-centered education is their powerful model, which immerses students in the practice of developing implementing and analyzing their lives. For more information on enrollment and available courses, please visit mcny.edu or call 212-343-1234. Again, you can call 212-343-1234. Ladies, are you tired of bundles that don't last? Well, at Total Glory Beauty, their 100% human virgin hair is made to flow, bounce, and blend to perfection. Products include bundles, closures, frontals, 360 wigs, and a variety of other beauty products for your specific beauty needs. Total Glory Beauty stands by their quality seal of approval. For fabulous hair, visit TotalGloryBeauty.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Total Glory Beauty, the leader in beauty. Welcome back to Independent Lens. I am Indy Smith. My girl Tavia MD is on the call with me and I'm so excited. I'm really proud of you for this whole book. I know you got more in you. I definitely do. Okay. <laughs> This was a teaser to see how it would go. All right. Well, I'm all for, and I promote this 
with my students. I'm all for promoting intellectual property and people understanding what that is because ownership is key. We have to own what we do and what we have. So let's go into it. It's not them, it's you. So what do you mean? What are you trying to say? What do you, you know, (laughs) it sounds like you're trying to, you're trying to come for a couple of people. Well, I think that the hardest thing in the world is to admit something and stand in your own fault. It's quite easy to point the finger. It's always everyone else. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us, as I I say in the book, it's it's easy to say that you shot this show, but immediately you make an excuse for it. But I didn't shoot the deputy. No, you shot him. That's it. Right. There's no but after that. And a lot of us, we don't stand in it. We don't say, you know what? I shouldn't have did that. Period. Right. I shouldn't have did that, but she made me do it. No no accountability. You you just shouldn't have did it. Nothing else. Point blank, period. So a lot of times that, like I said, it's easy for you to point the finger and it to be everyone else's fault but yours. And that's wrong. If you don't know how to deal with the decisions that you make, then you can't theoretically even begin to be in any relationship on any level. And I mean a friendship, because a friendship is really a relationship without sex, right? So a friendship, a relationship, any shape. You can't be in anything until you own what it is that you do and stand in it. Okay, so basically what you're saying is, you know, for the ladies, like, if you keep getting into messed up situations, uncomfortable relationships, disrespectful relationships, it's because somewhere along the line you're disrespecting yourself and it's something that you chose. Not only that, a lot of times what I hear is that a woman will get into a relationship with a man under whatever pretense that he would interact with her mm-hmm. and then blame him from not giving her ultimately what she has decided she now needs. Got you. That is not, that's not his fault. So basically, I went in the store and I wanted these shoes and they only come from eight and up. I wear a size seven. I buy the eight and my feet hurt. Yep. Well, you can't even get your feet in big sliding off for your mama's shoes at that point. Right. (laughs) But you went and you got you a size eight and you tried to make it fit. Yeah. And no matter what you did, it didn't fit. You tried to stuff some tissue in the top of it. Mm-hmm. You tried to, you know, wear a pair of socks with them. Right. But no matter what, eventually you couldn't get them to fit. Yeah, but Tavia, what about what about when things fit in the beginning and then they don't? Like what sometimes you don't know that it's not gonna fit anymore. Maybe because not everyone has been transparent. Or maybe maybe you both came to the table not fitting, but made it fit, and then things got stretched out. So what do you, what do you say to that? First part, the transparency, I'm a very big believer that, you know, sometimes when you meet a person, you do meet their representative. And that's more of a reason why you shouldn't invest yourself fully until you fully understand what that person is. Because all it is is juggling to figure out if you can deal with somebody. Because we all got shit. We all have things about us that someone doesn't like. 
it's all about if who's able to deal with it right. and look past it enough to still move forward as right. they still stay by stand by us. Yeah. So when I say about that first thing is what I did in my relationship, and I won't say that this is what everyone needs to do. For me, when I sleep with someone, I begin to immediately get attached to them. And if the dick is too good, sometimes it clouds some shit. So mm. what I did was I didn't fuck him. I did not sleep with him at all until I figured out in my mind, okay, I know that this makes him angry. I know that he doesn't like when I do this. Mm. But this way, whatever it was that I needed to figure out, I figured it out first before I invested myself in Smart. the interaction. How, so, how hard was uh, that? Was that hard or was that easy? It was hard. Okay. Uh, it was very hard. It was not, nothing worth having is easy, right? Seems to so be, yeah. I, there was definitely a couple of nights when I had to cut the night short. I'd be like, oh, right, see you later. That kiss felt too nice. Gotta go. And you know what's so <laughs> interesting? I'm sure in, in working that experiment out on yourself, it you don't know if you've had these conversations with your husband you don't know what that helped him grow as in strength like oh wait a minute oh like she's not one of those oh i have to do this so well, actually i was very upfront okay i told him so i actually did have a conversation it wasn't like we were walking around and he didn't know what was going on and being led i told him i was like look i'm tired of these 90 day red and that start over I was like if you're truly wanting to be with me then we're not gonna we're not having sex right now not until I feel comfortable enough that this is where I want to be so he had the option from the beginning of either walking away or sticking in got you got you and it was more about not an ultimatum to him it was about your decisions your strength your growth your transparency, the relationship you have with yourself. And if this person fits in that, then yeah. we can go further. Correct. Gotcha. And, and, and like I said, when I met him, he had had some failed relationships. He was also wanting to do something different. And he was on board mm. because he said that if this is what we're going to do, it shouldn't matter when it happens. Like it. Like minds. Evenly yoked. You all were evenly yeah. yoked. Absolutely. Great. Well, when we come back, we're going to get into chapter two. So stay tuned. We'll be back. This is Independent Lens. Ladies, are you tired of bundles that don't last? Well, at Total Glory Beauty, their 100% human virgin hair is made to flow, bounce, and blend to perfection. Products include bundles, closures, frontals, 360 wigs, and a variety of other beauty products for your specific beauty needs. Total Glory Beauty stands by their quality seal of approval. For fabulous hair, visit TotalGloryBeauty.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Total Glory Beauty, the leader in beauty. Welcome back to Independent Lens. I'm Indy Smith. Miss Tavia is on the line and I want to know about all the ships. So <laughs> friendships, situationships, relationships. What's up with these ships? Well, I, I wrote about those things because not every... I had to look into the fact that there was a time in my life when I didn't want to be in a relationship. I just wanted to have fun. 
I wanted to, you know, see a young guy that I kind of wanted to date and do whatever I wanted to him and dismiss him. I wasn't, I was tired of the lies. I was tired of the failed relationships and still not owning my shit. But it was summertime and I was fine. That's all I knew. And I just, (laughs) and I went through the summer literally you know, on a self-discovery of, of that. We all fall, you know, fall in these realms where we're in a gray area with a guy. We don't know what it is. We know we like hanging out with him. We know we like his company, but we don't know if we really just want to be with him. If he's just going to be the last dick in our lives, we mm. don't know. So sometimes we play to fill ourselves. You know, switch it up. All of a sudden, we turn into the boy and we stop returning the calls. And that's where that hot girl summer comes into play. Right. So basically giving hot girl summer an excuse to cover up the lack of accountability that's going on with you. Yeah. And we all go through it. And it's fine. It is fine to to not want to deal with stuff sometimes. Sometimes we don't know how. You know, yeah, yeah. Sometimes survival, survival is to, just that, not dealing with yeah. it. Yeah, your emotional and not survival. Only that, we have to. I feel like sometimes we have to go through something to get to something. You have to go. You know what? That's not really for me. I Absolutely. did it. It's not for me. I'm over it. It's fate, as they say. Okay, and friendships. Where do friendships? fall is it the friendships that you have in your life before you try to find that mate is it the friendship that you have that's important with your mate where the friendships fall in line well in that chapter the friendship is really with you okay because you're getting to you're being your own best friend you're you're letting the wind blow you're not into being judged you're just you know figuring it out Mm mm-hmm and sometimes we don't want to get on the phone with our girlfriends and have them poke and play at holes that we know exist but don't want to hear that it exists. Right. So that friendship right there, that chapter was me being friends with me. There there's words in that chapter that none of my friends even knew it knew happened that called me up and was like, where was you doing that? Mm. <laughs> but I was. I wasn't talking or advocating or pointing out anything. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be a friend to me. I had spread myself so thin with trying to be there for everybody else. I forgot what it felt like to be a friend. Okay. For those who hear that concept, you know, it's it's easily said. You got to be a friend to you first. Um, and without without appearing to look like you have a multiple personality disorder. (laughs) What does that look like? Like, how do I become my own best friend? How do I have a conversation with myself without deluding myself with the answer? You know, because I can ask the question, well, guess what? I, uh, I don't, I went through this. Well, what am I supposed to do about this? And then my answer can be an answer that makes me comfortable, yet it's still based on my insecurity. So what does that look like for someone who does not know how to be their own best friend? Well, I will say this. Sometimes, and I, and I say this all the time, there are a lot of us that are not okay with being by ourselves. 
Yeah. Not okay with being alone. Yeah. We pour into hanging out with people and doing things or going along to get along and ended up running down paths that we don't even want to go to, but right. we're just so scared of being alone right. that we just go. So for me, you know, they say, oh, if you go to the movies by yourself, you're lonely. No, you're not lonely because there's a difference between being lonely and feeling lonely. Right. And I'd rather be lonely any day than feel because that's the worst that is that you can isn't it terrible to be in a relationship with somebody and you feel lonely like you live with exactly. someone and you feel alone crazy and you feel alone that's crazy and it's a lot of people who experience that right and for me it was you know i actually i guess i got a little too independent because i didn't require for anybody to hang out with me if i knew what was going on i would go mm. i left when i wanted to leave you, you know how you know how good it feels to not have to wait on somebody else to leave. Right, right. <laughs> or not have to and be so secure in yourself that you can walk down the street and be okay and not have to be in a group or end up being the, oh, she's the thick one, that's the pretty one, and that's the ugly one. No, it's just mm. me. How about that? It's just me. Take all of me. <laughs> yeah. No balances, no scales. This is me. So I, um, I think that it's yeah. not a conversation with yourself. That is definitely an assurance that you can survive. I think it's a lifestyle as well. I remember back in um, in 2003, I had the opportunity to move overseas and I was living in Germany. And I, at, that, at that time, I was in music. I was singing. So I was living over there and I was by myself. And the the art itself is what excited me that that pushed me to move because otherwise I wouldn't have ever traveled by myself and it's interesting how it wasn't until I was about to come back home to the states I felt most alone and I couldn't figure out why like I had been to all these countries all these cities in these other countries and I was by myself and the week before I was due to come home, I felt so alone. Like I did not want to be there alone. And it didn't it didn't dawn on me until, oh wow, maybe like over a decade now. What it was was I was alone, but I was learning how to be independent. And I had built a life of independence out of all of my comfort zones. And I knew I was coming back home and I was gonna have to go back into a lonely life. I was lonely here. I wasn't lonely there and I was alone. Yeah. You know, so. But it took you to go somewhere else and be alone yeah, to figure that out. To figure that out. Because as I said, people hide a lot. So it's not until life hits you in the face that you start realizing certain things. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, but when we get back, we got another chapter. This is Independent Lens. I'm here with my girl, Tavia M.D. Her voice is mattering, y'all. At Metropolitan College of New York, education demonstrates the power of purpose to transform the lives of individual students and their communities. Purpose-centered education is their powerful model, which immerses students in the practice of developing implementing and analyzing their lives. For more information on enrollment and available courses, please visit mcny.edu or call 
212-343-1234. Again, you can call 212-343-1234. Ladies, are you tired of bundles that don't last? Well, at Total Glory Beauty, their 100% human virgin hair is made to flow, bounce, and blend to perfection. Products include bundles, closures, frontals, 360 wigs, and a variety of other beauty products for your specific beauty needs. Total Glory Beauty stands by their quality seal of approval. For fabulous hair, visit TotalGloryBeauty.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Total Glory Beauty, the leader in beauty. This is Independent Lens. I am Indy Smith. And right now, sometimes I touch myself. <laughs> That's just... That's just the chapter title, y'all. Look, look. (laughs) That's just the chapter title. We are back with Tavia MD. And uh, so sometimes I touch myself. And you know what? It's absolutely nothing wrong, ladies and gentlemen, if you do touch yourself sometimes. I think it's important to understand your own body. I'm just putting it out there. But for the. Well, then I have insanely failed because I'm a woman that doesn't know how to masturbate. Really? That's you know what that's gonna be another conversation. That is going to be another conversation because I think that it's more mental first than it is physical. Yeah, because it that it took me a minute to understand as well, and a minute meaning years. So that's a whole nother conversation. But let's talk about the chapter though. Sometimes I touch myself. So. Um, you know, we've we've all we've all survived or seen our life through an MJB album. Mm. Let's let's just be honest. So, like my life and be happy always struck a chord with my heart. Okay. Always because I had realized that I didn't know what it meant to be happy. Mm. I had spent so much time investing a lot of my heart and making sure that my daughter was happy making sure my family was happy making sure everyone was around me happy and I took solace and smiled through that but when everyone was gone I didn't know what it was like to smile I didn't know what my own real laugh sounded like Wow! I just felt like I was keeping up appearances and just smiling there were a lot of times where I would just be coming home from an event mm-hmm. and randomly cry myself all the way home Aww. and not know why. Like well, I didn't know why I was so hurt. So why did like, you? How do you? How do you find that out? Like how do you? Like how do you get out of the days, out of the depression? What what allowed you to see that? And if there are any like tips you can share with other men and women about coming out of that. How do you, what are some skills or what are some steps or, yeah, what does it look like um, if you're not happy? And what does it look like when you start to become happy? I will say when you are really happy, you smile for no reason. Okay. When you're really happy, there's a lightness in your step. There's, you know, there's a, there's your favorite song bopping in your head when Mm. you're happy or genuinely happy for no reason. But I'm the kind of person that, I guess because I write so much, I kind of like see my life through different movies. 
and it actually reminds me that I may need to look into something like like in the um, chapter I touch on the fact of I was watching Runaway Bride and Richard Greer says to Julia that she didn't even know how she liked her eggs and I'm like fuck how lost do you have to be that mm. you don't even know how you like your eggs that you that you live for someone else so much that you automatically just like how they like it wow and so that just took me to the fact that so many things that I thought that I liked were generic mm-hmm. it was cookie cut it was what everybody else had said they liked right like I didn't, I didn't even pick out things for myself I kind of like walked in the store saw the mannequin had it on and asked could I have it in my five doesn't mean that's what I want is what I saw. Right, right. And you know what's so funny? I'm thinking now, like, when you're dating someone or you're getting to know someone, that could be one of the tools you use to figure out if you, if they know who they are. To constantly, because if you know who you are and you know what you like, whether it's eggs or not, whatever the thing is, being available to somebody else to see what they like and actually ask them for genuine response and concern. If they say, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I think that that might be a red flag. Yeah. Because that means they're just going to like what you like. And at some point, they either going to like that forever and then you're just running their life. Or two, they're going to build a revolution, emotional revolution against you. Like, I don't want this shit no more. Well, wait a minute, exactly. I, I make you, you more. yeah, they I make you, you like more. it. Right. Wow. That's deep. So honey. like I said, it was, just, I had to figure out what it is I like. I had to try a few things. Yeah. I had to be like, okay, you know what? I really don't like that, but I like this. Or, you know, even, even sexually, there are a lot of women who don't know what they like sexually. There are a lot of women who've never had an orgasm. Yeah. don't know how to have an orgasm. And it might and not be for the man to do because there are a lot of times the man can't and will never be able to please you just by the fact of, of how he's shaped and how you're shaped. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know that, then that can, you can blame, put, have the blame game. It can ruin a relationship, you know, and you can't have the con- the real conversation that needs to be had and just be intimate without having that sexual part. Yeah, that's, child, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> wow, okay, so, okay. Well, either way, it was like, you ever remember the color purple where the ceilings in the back of the car you know, I may be ugly, I may be black, but dear God, I'm here? Yes. That moment, she's just happy. Just, you know, genuine happiness to be here. Like, I am here. Okay. Well, you know what? We're still here. And (laughs) I'm going to keep you for one more, one more conversation. And then I will let you go. And just so everyone knows, we will be doing Instagram Live on this. Like, we're not done. We're going to get into um, some more chapters and talk some more. But uh, it's going to be on Instagram Live. That's really going to be exciting because we're going to have our wine. That's going to yeah. really be interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> so this, 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 is the, uh, this is just the beginning of what we have to discuss. And you know what? We probably will. On the IG Live, we probably will go into t- 
touching yourself and you know no there will not be any visuals but we're gonna have the discussion so stay tuned this is independent lens we'll be back ladies are you tired of bundles that don't last well at total glory beauty their 100 human virgin hair is made to flow bounce and blend to perfection products include bundles closures frontals 360 wigs and a variety of other beauty products for your specific beauty needs Total Glory Beauty stands by their quality seal of approval. For fabulous hair, visit TotalGloryBeauty.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Total Glory Beauty, the leader in beauty. This is Independent Lens. I am Indy Smith. And before I let Tavia go, I just want you all to be able to get this book. Um, Talk to her if you are a female entrepreneur or um, an executive, if you have something to offer, please, I want you to hit her up so you can be a part of her conversations. Um, so how can people find you? Okay, well, my Instagram is TaviaTaviaMD, Mary David. And so is my website, actually, TaviaMD.com. Um, my book is there. Um, my future is female. So, you know, website. It tells me you when the next one is happening, things of that nature. That's those two ways are the best ways to get you know, get close to me. Okay. Okay. So what's in the future? I know everything is um, virtual now, but what's going on in in the days to come with you and the seminars? What's going on with that? Well, I've transferred them over to IG lives as like as what you and I are gonna do and also um, conferences because it lets you hold almost like a hundred people right. so I'm still um, putting that together actually working on one that I'm going to put on in August and then September I will be in LA for Black Authors Matters um, talking about my book okay okay great well reach out to her she is a very available person and she has great advice and the book is amazing. And it's, you know what? It's a fun, easy read. It's not this long drawn out, you know, declaration of what you should and should not do. It's not judgmental at all. I really love it. It, it definitely is. You're sitting down with a girlfriend and getting insight about your life through her lens. That's what I got from it. It's like, and wow. That's actually what I wanted. I yeah. wanted people to feel like, it's their girlfriend and their head getting them together. <laughs> like, that's what I wanted them to feel like. Yeah, and we, and we need that. We need a girlfriend that will get us together. And I genuinely believe that sometimes it takes a stranger to be transparent with you and for you to feel safe. Because sometimes you have people in your life, they care about you so much, they're a detriment. You know, they're, they're judgmental without knowing that they are. They criticize yep. without understanding that they're being critical. And, and then that's why you hide things. And that's why you hide things. And the shame, the shame of our decisions, man, that just keeps you in the rut of making more uncomfortable, unconscious decisions. So I'm so grateful to you. Thank you. No, thank you for reading. It was very therapeutic for me. It was. <laughs> well, look, I'm sure you're going to have a lot more of this because when you open up yourself and put your truth out there, People are just attracted and drawn to it. 
you know, it's like, oh God, yeah, me too, girl. Do you, you know, so I'm glad you're at a space where, you know, you have your family, but you're also your best girlfriend so that you know when to take downtime because there are going to be a lot of meaty energies out there that are going to want to talk about their problems. And as a psychologist, you got to have self-care. I know this. Yeah, of course. So, well, girl, it was nice having this conversation. I will see you on Instagram live coming soon. And it was an honor to talk to you about this. This was like, I had so much fun thank chatting you. with you about, you know, about my book. And thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Well, everybody, this was Independent Lens. Thank you for listening to us. And I hope, I hope you enjoy the Instagram live. You can go to Indies Lens, that's I-N-D-Y-S-L-E-N-S to see the Instagram live. And um, we will see you soon. And remember, your voice matters. Well, that wraps up another episode of Independent Lens. I'm your host, Indy Smith. And thank you for hanging out with me and taking part in the conversation. Remember, your voice matters.